Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, it's been uh, several days since our last podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome we're back. back. Uh, welcome back to us, I should say. Bex, how many follow? How many listeners do you think we have left? Uh, I'd say two. Mm. Lynn and Katie. Lynn and Katie, yeah. <laughs> and Mike. Mikey, Mike, we love Mike. And yeah. Mikey. And there's, there's a few more listeners that we know we are, are we there. Love, we love you guys. But yeah, it's 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 been over a week. I mean, we're on vacation last week, so it's been probably about 13 days. And we have so much to get to, so much to talk about. Winnie was trying to get on the podcast today, and I legit told her, I love you, Winnie, but there should be a rule with her, which I keep meaning to tell her. Where after a long weekend or a, a weekend on a Monday, mm-hmm. like that should be our day to catch up because there's so many things that I want to kind of touch on. Yeah. And there are things that happened over vacation that I had thoughts where I, I want to talk to Bex about this. Yeah. You should really not be chewing while we podcast. I'm not chewing. Was that to you? No. What are you talking about? Are you eating? I'm hungry. <gasps> See, now the complaint's going to come in. Welcome back. Ever wonder what happens when the Maddie in the Morning crew goes off the air? Here's an exclusive sneak peek. That's a little too much information. Stand yeah, by, guys. Here we go. Behind the curtain of Boston's favorite morning show. Maddie in the Morning is my favorite show ever. The Maddie After Show podcast. Here's Bex and Justin. I'll say this. Billy's Michelle mm-hmm. makes homemade... Trail mix. Yep. It is slamming. Everything she makes is good. Oh my god, she's like such a health buff, mm-hmm. and she knows such great recipes. She makes such good food. Um, but that's what I was eating. But I'm gonna stop eating it now. Yeah, please do. How's uh, your vacation? Who was the, who, you relaxed. Who you was enjoyed? complaining about you eating? I forget. One of the listeners, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little obnoxious, but whatever. But, you know yeah, what? There's no I, rules the here. Today I was kind of being a little obnoxious. But Intentionally, because I was chewing so loud, so I, I get it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so vacation. Tell me how relaxing and peaceful and a nice <laughs> break and you know an escape from the everyday work it was. Tell me, tell me, tell me. It was not any of those things. Oh. It was it was nothing like that. It was nice to sleep in for the week, yeah. but the Sunday, the first Sunday of our vacation, we get an email from the school. Able school shut down for the whole week. Okay? What a buzzkill. Yeah. So you know. I had a lot of plans of things I wanted to do around my house, things that places that I needed to go. None of those things happened yeah. because I had Abel. And it was fine. So the thing about my son is he, he's four years old. And he's very active, a little bit hyperactive, uh, needs to be entertained at all times, mm-hmm. you, you know. And so people will say to me, we'll keep him busy, bring him to the park, do things with him, play with him. Exert his energy. Yes, which I do. 100% need to do that. This is where the the problem starts, okay? So I take him to the park. I take him for a walk. You know, maybe, you know, all in all, it's three hours that we're doing stuff at home or going places. You know, I buy him all the toys in the world. He has all these toys, race cars, whatever. It's when he just never takes a break. 
I can never take a break. Yeah, and that's the, always on. Yes. And, and, and when I sit down and try to take a break or try to talk to somebody on the phone or anything, he does not like that at yeah. all. He needs, and from the moment he wakes up to when he goes to bed, he needs constant attention. He commands your attention. I don't know what that's called, but it's so friggin' annoying. Only then. child syndrome. Yes. 100%. We are trying to have another one. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. And uh, part of that is out of spite because I'm like, I want another kid. Just to show him that he's not the king. It's not his world. It's not his world because he thinks it is. Trust me. Yeah. That's one. Two. And this is going to tie into your vacation. Okay. I've said this before on the podcast, and if you're a new listener, you know I want to say it again that being a a parent has taught me so much. And and what it's a big thing that has taught me is now stay with me here because it's going to sound messed up at first. Okay. Okay. I'm hearing you. Back before I had kids when I was growing up, I had several friends, people that I knew whose fathers or even mothers walked out on them when they were young. They grew up. One of my best friends, Bobby's father was never there for him. That's right? Sad. Yeah. And I was always like, you know, that's so messed up. Like, who would ever do that to their own flesh and blood? Their own kid. Who would do that? And then I had a child. <laughs> okay. And I'm not saying that I want to walk out of my kid or even ever thought about it because I've never thought about it because that's just not in the cards, right? But I understand why some men walk out on their families. Yeah, yeah. Or need a break. Or need a break. Or, or because it, it you literally sacrifice so Ugh. much. Yeah. I, your freedom. You can't do what you want anymore. And so when Bex came in this morning, so I had these thoughts, you know, this week because it gets frustrating. My wife's at work every day. I have him all day. Then I start feeling entitled. It's my vacation. Yeah. I get up so early every day. I deserve this. This is and, your break. And it's being stolen away. By this. By this little, little ungrateful, little, little rascal. seeking yes. rascal. Yes, yes. So I had those thoughts, and there were a couple of times I got a little snappy with my wife when she got home that I had to rail it in. You know, at the end of the day, I love him so much. Yeah, it's your baby. But when Bex came in this morning, of course, if you if you go to Kiss 108's Instagram page, Winnie did a little reel of uh, one word to describe our vacations. Mm-hmm. The first one is Bex. Oh, spectacular. Oh, so when she came in this morning, I said, you know, how was it? She said, great. And then I said, enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy every second of it. Because yeah. eventually, hopefully, when you have a child, it will all change. And I, I know, and I know you know that. That's why I don't take it for granted. <laughs> yeah. Because I do. I genuinely know that. I, I've, my sister has kids. I have friends that, you know, now have kids. I've babysat a lot when I was younger. I understand. Well, I I don't think you fully understand the this, this scope of it until you have kids, but I understand, like, I was just chilling. Oh, on the beach. Laid out on the beach, and then yep. I look over, and there's this woman. She's so cute. It, I love seeing, like, cute little, like, parents with mm-hmm. their kid. But in my mind, I'm like, she can't just lay out. Like, okay, she needs to make sure that this kid doesn't crawl into the pool and then drown, and yep. he's keep him alive. I give you guys so much credit. It's really hot. It's really crazy. But I love this yeah. space. I try not to take advantage of it. Every time I wake up on a Saturday, when mm. I want, I'm like, huh. Ah, that's a big one. This is amazing. Yeah, that's a big one because it takes a few years for you to even get good sleep because when oh, they're a baby, yeah. and it, I mean, it depends. Some babies are good sleepers, some are not. And it also depends, Bex, on uh, a girl or a boy, okay? So I have a boy. 
And boys are harder early on, they say, when they're younger as opposed to girls. And then they get easier usually as they grow up, whereas girls are sweet and innocent when and they're then young. They so look at Maddie's daughters. I had a conversation about <laughs> with Maddie about this. I didn't mean this. No, like he's like when they're little, my girls had these little dresses on. They were so cute. Yeah. Right? And then they grow up and they become teenagers and then boys and the trouble really starts. Oh gosh, I was a horrible I bet you were. Mom. Yeah, I bet you were. So, yeah. you know, my friend Chris has a has a daughter. She's one years old. He brought her over to check out my house during vacation. She didn't make a peep. She was the sweetest little thing. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm, I'm thinking, oh, I just want to have a girl. Yeah. If I have another boy, I don't even know what I'm going to do. And, yeah. But yeah. I so mean, I don't even know what I would want my first kid to be. I mean, obviously healthy, but outside of that, I'm like. I don't know if I'd want a boy or a girl. Just pray for a girl, let me tell you. Yeah. Pray for a girl. And I know Jimmy probably wants a boy. Yeah, he wants a boy. Tell him he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, I, I had those uh, crazy, I was thinking about that all vacation because, you know, it was. It could be really easy for me to get ungrateful and be like, this is messed up. I shouldn't, this shouldn't be happening to me. Yeah. This is my vacation. Yeah. But, you know, I had to show up for my family and I had to be a dad. You know what they say, Bex? What? Anyone can be a father. But can you be a dad? Wow, that's the thing. That's Anybody can knock someone shit. up. Yes, that's not mine. I did. I did steal that. But so that's that. So I'm glad to be back. Honestly, I was so happy to be coming back. Oh, not me. I was like, <laughs> get me on that freaking beach in Puerto Rico, please. I never. I should I go to Puerto Rico? Yeah, I'd love to. I love Puerto Rico. We went. So the first night we went to. Um, we stayed at this place last right before COVID hit uh, in Puerto Rico. It, it was in Old San Juan. Actually, it was like Old San Juan and Carib, uh, this other part of it's called like Cantado or something like that. And uh, we stayed at a hotel that was literally in the middle. Middle, so it was like part city, part beach, but like still rocky beach. And w- that hotel probably within like a year and a half aged like twenty years, like. From the, was, from the storms and stuff? I don't even know. No, because the storm came afterwards. I don't hmm. know. They just didn't, like, keep up with it. So we ended up leaving and going to another part of the island, which actually I wanted to do anyways because I wanted to go and explore a different part of Puerto Rico. So we went to more of this, like, um, beach feel, and it was amazing. Was the water really blue? Oh, blue. Yeah. Beautiful. Is it like the Dominican ninety Re- degree weather? Is it like DR where they have these uh, like vacation spots and then they have kind of bad spots too at different parts of the island? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you'll definitely get that. I mean, I didn't feel that uncomfortable leaving the resort because it's an American country. You know what I mean? It's not like you're. Oh yeah. Or American. I don't even know, but it's it's a territory. Of, yeah, it's like, a territory. It's part yeah, of the U.S. Yeah. So it's not like like my cell phone worked there. It's not like you were in you know in like Mexico and had to get an international plan or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just the weather is such of a different mindset. Like when you wake up to great weather, yeah. you feel so much better. When the and sun's you, shining in your room. The sun's shining. You're more inclined to go and work out because you're working out. You're probably eating better because you're eating better. Your skin's probably better because you're like, it's just a whole ripple. Yeah, you're actually, you're so right because yesterday was the last day of vacation and it wasn't nice. It was raining Disgusting. and I wanted to sit on my couch yeah. and watch TV and that's like, what I did. Like literally when it's cold, I 110% believe in seasonal depression. It is so true. When you look outside and it's just freaking gray, you don't want to do shit. Yeah. When it is sunny outside, ugh, 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 ugh. It's true. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. It's true. Um, 
I did one thing I forgot to mention. We did go to the water park in New Hampshire in North Conway. Oh, nice. It was called Red Jacket. Yeah. For one night, Thursday to oh, Friday. Nice. Uh, you look and, like it got a little bit of color. Yeah, I was out in the sun a lot. So so that was fun. That kind of broke it up a little bit. Abel had a, uh, had a great time in the uh, water park. Is that where you went to Peaches? That's where I went to Peaches. Yes. Yes. You know why? You know what happened with that? So I got like two or three DMs from people before you DM me saying like, how could you not put Peaches as the song like, to this? It's perfect. I think normally I would have, but I was on kind of, in va- I was on vacation. I yeah, wasn't thinking. Okay. I just, And it was a repost too of my wife. Yeah. Let me tell you yeah. that album. It's, it's a good album. Fan fucking tastic. I probably listened to that Justin Bieber album. I would say at least twice every day. Yeah, it's, it's a good album. There's Great some, album. this, this, a lot of good songs on it. And, As it, I am and, is one of my favorite songs. Yep, Khalid. Uh, Ghost. Yeah, um, really, really great song. You, but I said this on the countdown when it dropped. Did you get the feeling that it's just like one big love letter to Haley? Uh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but his last two albums have been that way. I know. The last yeah. one was definitely love letter as well. Um, but it's funny, like seeing the difference in his music because. A couple years ago, he was, you know, uh, singing about my mama doesn't like you. Oh, love you, know, you love yourself. Yeah. Where are you now that I need you? Oh, and yeah. And it's just like a whole new Bieber. Really good album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaking love it. Um, um, I celebrated my grandma's birthday. That was a lot of fun. Oh, I did see the, I did see the uh, picture. Yeah. Um. So we had to get I had to get two COVID negative COVID tests to make sure that I was negative. She got her vaccine, so we were all finally able to see each other. That was really fun. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a good vacation. It was it was it was a good vacation. All in all, it was good because it was a nice break Ugh. from getting up so early. Ugh. Yeah, not having to worry, Ugh. not having to get my clothes ready every night Ugh. for the next morning. Yes. Um, oh, and I got my vaccine. I got a vaccine. That's great, Justin. Yeah. Yep, I'm gonna try to get you one too. That would be great. Because my wife is in Boston doing them, and what happens is you probably heard about this. You know, if they have. 30 or 40 or 50 people scheduled, they'll take those doses out of the refrigerator or freezer. And then if if the people cancel or not show up, which is actually pretty common, then at w- one point- Why don't people show up? I don't know. But then, you know, towards the end of the night, they close at seven. Yeah. The doctor will come out and say, if you know anybody, these so these don't go to waste. That's the yeah. biggest thing. They don't want them to go to waste. Yeah. So that happened with me, and I went down and got it. So I texted her and asked her. She said, yes, yeah, I gave her your number. I love her. So you have to um, be ready between 6 and 7. You know that Jen and I are best friends. PM, yes. And she'll hook you up, too. She'll she'll schedule the next appointment. Oh, great. Um, I didn't have any side effects. Wonderful. Feeling good. Yeah, great. So that's good. Okay. What else? This is something else I wanted to kind yeah, of talk about. You said you had about. a whole thing. About well, I'll just do this one and okay. that's it. I want to talk about, you know, Abel on vacation. Yeah. And then I wanted to talk about this. Okay. Because I got some thoughts on this. Um, I get nervous when you do this. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. Sorry. What, did you get an email about a, a spot? Spots, you, yeah. yeah I got more I kn- spots. It's crazy. I know when that happens because of your tone. Oh, yeah. Well, because sometimes they put in these commercials after 10 a.m. or very close to 10 a.m. and they want them recorded. But the rules are they have to be in much earlier than that. So I'm like, what the heck? Okay. So I've always been a big fan of Demi Lovato. 
Yeah. Because I feel like Demi Lovato and me uh, have a lot in common, you know, um, our pasts, our struggles, uh, addiction, recovery. She's someone that's been in and out of recovery for the past 10 years. She's gone through a lot of stuff. She gets a lot of slack on The Maddie Show, um, you know, which I play along with. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? She's like me and she's had. For sure. She's had some of the same pain. Yeah, demons that I've had. Okay. She overdoses on heroin. And crack cocaine in 2018, very close to death. Weren't they laced with fentanyl too? Uh, it was fentanyl. Yeah, heroin. But I say heroin because she thought she was doing heroin, but she was really doing fentanyl, yeah. which is what everything is now. Okay. Uh, has permanent damage from that. She. she I didn't can't... watch the documentary yet, so don't get too deep into it. I didn't either. Okay. I'll tell you what I did do. What? I listened to the Joe Rogan, which was three hours with long her on, on Saturday. Wow. Yeah. She was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. You know me, a big Joe Rogan guy. So, yes. Yeah, so she had, pri- she had permanent uh, side effects from the thing, one of which is she can never drive a car again because she's blind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. So she overdoses, whatever, goes to treatment. She's in treatment for however long, a year. Now she's making her comeback. She makes this documentary. And now, mind you, I'm following this whole thing. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm so happy that she's clean now, you know? And she puts the documentary out and then, and then it's revealed at the end that she says that she's not 100% clean that she drinks alcohol and smokes weed in moderation and she's what she calls quote California sober okay and then I listen to the Joe Rogan and he sh- straight out asks her like what is this and she she describes talks about what it means and the, the whole reason and he, and he says exactly what I was thinking that's why I love Joe He's like, you almost die. You 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 go into treatment, and now you're doing this. That doesn't make any sense. Like, why would they support that? Your family and your treatment team, you yeah. know. And she basically described it as um, where when she's been in recovery before, she was told, you know, you have to stay clean. If you pick up, you will die. And that's a lot of pressure. And that you know, she doesn't want to live her life handcuffed like that. That she can try to do it in moderation. And it will make her feel better. And the weed makes helps her meditate better. Here's my issue. My issue is not that Demi Lovato is trying to do things in moderation with alcohol and weed. That's not the issue. Mm-hmm. My issue is putting a title on it because that sends a really bad message because I don't know. I know plenty of people that have tried to do it that way. Not many have can succeeded. do it. But some have. That's the thing. And, and I know this because I have two of my close friends. I've told you about this that had multiple years in recovery, right? Former heroin users, just like Demi Lovato. And after 10 plus years, they both decided to to pick up and smoke weed. And their life hasn't changed. They're still very successful. They just added that in. They kind of just reached a point where they like, I can do this in moderation. Was that something that they kept private? Uh, nope, nope. They didn't keep it private. They just, they told me that that was so- their decision and they did it. And that's fine. The thing with Demi Lovato is that, okay, so now you're putting this California sober thing in it. What about all these people that are across the country in treatment centers trying to get clean who are clean? And then they see you doing that and they, well, I want to try to be California sober. And then they're doing fentanyl and dying. Yeah. Like it's a real epidemic out there. For sure. And I'm like, and, and I'm like, okay, so you put a title on it. I don't like that. And here's the other thing. I didn't like how she, when she explained it to Joe Rogan, Maybe the documentary too. Let me know because I'm not going to watch the documentary. Are you out on it now because you watched Rogan? Huh? 
Are you not watching the documentary because you didn't like what she said on Joe yes. Rogan? Yes, because I feel like it would be the same. It's going to be the same. Yeah. Um, I I don't know why she gives. She's. It's almost like she's giving being in recovery a bad rap, all because she just wants to get high. That's the bottom line. Yeah. I, I when I I want to get high too, right? Like I like getting high. So she's like, well, I could try to do it in moderation, but she's like, you know, being in recovery, I just felt miserable. That's what she said. I felt miserable. Why do I want to live my life miserable? Yeah. I'm not miserable. You know why? Because I've done some work. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've, I've, I've really looked inside of myself. And you found new purpose. A new, new purpose. Yeah. Yep. And I built uh, people around me that um, uh, uplift me and that are positive, you know? So I, I, I know that you're miserable. But maybe you didn't give it long enough. Yeah. So now you're smoking and, and drinking. Guess what? Normal people don't overdose. On fentanyl and crack. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and the way I'll play it, position it to you, Bex, is say you have somebody in your life that's a drug addict, and you see their struggles, and they're up and down, and they're you know kicked out of their house, or they're in you know in treatment and out, they almost die, and then they have their like you know rock bottom, right? And then the, your family, you know, you, you get, get, gets the person into treatment, and then they're like, well, actually. I'm not going to stay clean 100%. I'm going to drink and smoke weed. That actually is playing out in my life. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I've talked to you about it before, but my cousin has over and over sort of struggled with this. So where is he at now? Um, He hit rock bottom. Mm -hmm. He was arrested. He was locked up. um, And he is smoking weed. He's doing – he's California sober. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, as a, a family member to him, my immediate thought and my immediate thought with Demi is like, to me, if you have an addiction, you cut that addiction cold turkey and you mm-hmm. like you live the lifestyle that I, I see you living out. And I can't tell somebody how to how to I never struggled with it. So for me, I can't speak on it the way you can speak on it. But. For me, I, I feel like I can't tell somebody what the right way right. for them to cope is and to adjust. And but to me, I feel like if I was in that position, I would need to just cut it out cold turkey. Yeah, like I would yeah. need to do what you're doing. But again, like to me, what I constantly go back to with my cousin is, well, at least he's not doing the hard stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? But the problem is, is those were always gateways to the other things. So it's sort of like this again, ticking time bomb until it goes off. Yeah. Again. Well, you're right because it's not one size fits all. Yeah. It's not like this is the way it works for everybody. That's not how it works. Like, do you disagree with the fact that your friends who are still clean and living Good their question. life that Good. way, do you uh, do you get upset with them no. about their choices? No, no, because I, I love and support them. And at first I was worried and sometimes I still do worry that, you know, eventually it's going to lead to other things. Yeah. It seems not. It seems like it's not headed that way, but I just have to keep it on myself and I know that I can't do that. Yeah. I, I just know it. I could try to do it, but it will eventually get me. Yeah. So I keep which it on is, myself. Which is something, again, I don't think it's a one size fits all when it comes to recovery. It's not. Some people go to church. Some people just stop. Some people go to recovery places. Some people smoke weed and drink. Yeah. And they're fine. I know kids that were hardcore like drug addicts, like real bad, like homeless and all that stuff that kind of went to treatment, got their life together, and now they drink on Friday night. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's such yeah. a weird thing. So I don't think that Demi Lovato has to stay clean. I don't knock her for drinking and smoking weed. I think I'm just more annoyed that she's not bigging up recovery a little bit more. Yeah. And now and she's like, well, I'm her. California sober. Do you know how crazy that sounds? Yeah. People are going to die because of California sober. Yeah. Oh, my God. The recovery community, Bex. Did the money passed? Oh, yeah. I'm on all these groups and stuff across the whole country. Like the the dude who runs the intervention show. There's a dude who who yeah. does the interventions. Yeah, I watched a show. He that. put out a video. Oh my god, scathing at her. Do you think that? Well, two part. As somebody who is recovering, do you think that the pressure? And I know that, like you said it with the the air quotes for Demi, but remove Demi Lovato from the conversation really quick. Put a normal person in there, somebody that, you know, got caught up in drugs, didn't intend to, but, you know, they got caught up on painkillers and that led from one thing to another because they got Common injured. Story. Yeah. Yep. Do you think that when you get clean, that, that pressure does exist to never do a drug or an alcohol again? Yes. Yes. Because I remember thinking so many times when I tried to stop that, oh my God, I'm going to have to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like it's so, it's so like mind numbing because you you can't even imagine I'm, I can't do anything for the rest of my life. Yeah. But that's why they have the whole thing about one day at a time. Yeah. So it's not your whole life. It's just one day. So this is actually interesting how I was actually able to like really stay clean early in the beginning was, okay, so say it would be Monday and I'd get up and I'd be like, I'd want to use all day long. And I would say to myself, you know what? I'll, I will tomorrow, just not today. And then I would, I'd, I'd say, I'd have to make it through Monday. Yeah. I'd make it through, I'd go to sleep, wake up. And then I'd not, I'd, the next day I'd say, I just got to make it through this day, yeah. Tuesday. I'd play tricks with myself mm-hmm. and it worked. Mind game. Yeah. Do you think that, now back to Demi, that that pressure is extra amplified? To her because of who she is and her story. Her like celebrity status. watching. Yes. Yeah. I think so, too. And she did talk about that a little bit. The Being a celebrity and having all these eyes on her mm-hmm. and having to be careful what she says. I do get that. Yeah. You know, my, my thing is that, you know, I just think she maybe didn't give it long enough. You know, yeah. like maybe didn't give it long enough. I think the big th- from what I'm getting from what you're saying is that. You almost feel like she didn't give enough respect to the process of um, of uh, of recovery of recovery because yeah. it works for people. Yes. So it's almost like she's she's not giving due respect for people that work really hard at recovery. Yeah. She's not recognizing the difficulty in that. She because she's trying it a different way. Yeah. And the bottom line is, Bex, is that she just. She just wants to get high. Yeah. And she can't do these hardcore drugs, which she knows will kill her. So she'll drink and smoke weed. It's a common thing. You, everybody wants relief. I want relief. You know what I mean? And it, it's just crazy to me. So, I'm so, a, so I was a little bit upset at her kind of just brushing away the recovery yeah, part. Yeah, for sure. You know, cause I could totally understand. People that. are recovering every single day. And it's not easy. It's very difficult. It's very difficult. It's very difficult. But, you know... Um, I do. She did talk about the celebrity thing, and I understand that. You know what else she talked about? Uh, her bulimia, which was kind of crazy. And, 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 and something that I did not know is 
when you have bulimia and you you throw up after you eat, right? Mm-hmm. That when you throw up and when you make yourself throw up, it triggers the same part of your brain as opiate opiates. And what happens is that's why people get addicted to it. It's not so much just the throwing up of the food so you won't gain weight. You actually get a physical addiction to throwing up. Wow. So when she said that, Joe Rogan was like, what? He's like, I've thrown up before a million times. I've never had that. And she said, well, that's different. That's when you were sick, right? It's different than if you're not sick and you're just making yourself throw up. You get addicted to the act of throwing up. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's nuts. She just seems like there's a lot of like... A lot of demons demons down there. (laughs) There's a lot of demons. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I I haven't watched it yet, but my initial thought was like, damn, like... If you're gonna be clean, you gotta be clean. But everybody's process is a little different. Yeah, yeah. I just no, think I know. that she should have done like due diligence and yes. paid a little bit more respect to the fact that like people people who have the same demons that she has are handling it a little different. Yeah. Everybody's doing it differently, so she shouldn't like knock or not, you know, show Wait. respect to those other. You know how she could have done that, and this is like to sum it all up. This is my was my whole thought on it. I'm not because I was thinking about this all weekend. I'm not mad that she's doing it, right? I've said that. I just wish that she didn't make a whole documentary about oh, yeah, it. Yeah. And, and a whole this whole thing, and now she's on this promo. She was on Steve-O's podcast, Joe Rogan's podcast. She's everywhere talking about California sober. If you're going to do that, fine. Just live your life and, yeah. and not broadcast it. Don't promote it. that. Don't promote it because it's a bad look for people that are in recovery. For the kid that's in Malden right now, just like I was, strung out, sick, trying to get clean, who's going to eventually go to rehab and, and, and try to get his life together and he's going to hear about Demi Lovato. Well, Demi Lovato drinks and smokes and she's fine. Yeah. I can try it too and it's going to end a lot of people's lives. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's that's I get it. I hear you. It's <laughs> all there's, worked out. Um, this. There's a place down by where uh, Jimmy's family lives. Yeah. And, in Jersey? Yeah, in Jersey and we go there every time it's called Enlightened. Mm-hmm. Um um, what it's is it? Enlightened House and it's a recovery house. Oh. But what's amazing Wait, you go in there? Well, no. Oh. They a couple blocks away from there, they have this place called Enlightened Cafe. Yeah, and it's right at the Jersey Shore. So we go there when when we go down to visit his family, and um, all the people that are in the recovery house get work work there. So the the oh, recovery so when they go house, in, they get him a job at the cafe. Yes, the recovery house opened up the cafe, nice. and all the money that is made there goes to the recovery house, and it also gives jobs to the people that are in the house, and like. There's like, there's like, you know, open mic night and there's meetings that happen and the food is slapping. That's amazing. Have you ever heard any of them speak or are you not there when they do that part? Um, I haven't been there because I usually go during the day. Like we're like, we ride bikes there and stuff like that. So I usually just go in early. I haven't um, been there long enough to like go and do a night thing there. But yeah. um yeah, but maybe one day this summer I'll do it. That's cool. It's I actually really should cool. go. I'm going to New York in June. And I'm doing this whole tour uh, with my wife. My brother's getting married in, oh, you in New York. Oh, you Jersey Shore. Yeah, maybe we will. How far is Jersey Shore from New York? Um, like the beach, the, the beach that they're by where this place is, is about, it's, in Atlant- it's right by Atlantic City. So mm-hmm. it's about two hours. Two hours. Mm. Yeah. But if you come to my wedding, it's oh, your wedding, an hour yeah. from the wedding. Am I still invited? Yeah. Are you going to have to cut the list down? I don't care, but. <sighs> yeah, I'm a little worried about well, that. Well, the, the thing that concerns me is is you have 150 
just family, family members. <laughs> so if you can only have a hundred people, you're gonna have to just start cutting family. Yeah, crazy. we actually it actually really sucks because we've already cut a lot of our friends mm. because my mom's not letting me cut like Pe- family that she wants. Family, there, which I understand. Um, so yeah, we've cut a lot of friends, but I have you included on my list. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's very good. I mean, good. I'd love for you guys to come if you can. I totally get it. I mean, any any reason to get away from my terrorizing son. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. you go come down. It's in Philly. You go see Philly, and then you go to the Jersey Shore for a night. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Well, we're back another week um, on the Maddie After Show podcast. Uh... Tomorrow we'll have Winnie on. Yeah. This is the new thing with Winnie because she has her own podcast, which you can go listen to. She plugs it every time. Um, they record like after DJ Farn's done with his morning show duties. Yeah. So she has like 30 to 40 minutes to kill in between the Maddie show and her podcast. Yeah. So of course she's like, I want to double dip. I want to be on the podcast here and then promote my podcast. See, I'm on to her. Oh, 100%. I know her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know her. She but... knows what she's doing. Yeah. She convinced me to buy Dodgecoin today. Oh, she did? Yeah, I bought a bunch. I bought a bunch of it. it you never know. I think I bought 100 bucks worth. At first it went uh, it went up and then it went down. Have yeah. you have you got have you got acorns yet? You got to get acorns. No. This is this is where you're going wrong, Wait, Bex. What is it? Uh, acorns no. is an app that links to your debit card, okay? And every time you use your debit card, it oh, rounds up the change. This. It rounds up the change, right? So you don't see I that. I use my debit card. What do you mean? I only use my credit card nowadays because I rank up the points and then just pay Oh, right so maybe it won't work. Yeah, I never ever use my debit card. Okay, I but you can still, but you card. can still do it because you can do like, okay, so I do the roundups from my, from when I use my debit card. Yeah. But then I also do a weekly $25 comes out of my, my checking account into the, into Acorns, the app. And what it does is it takes the money and invests it. Oh. And you can choose how you want it to invest, whether you want it like conservatively, moderately, moderately conservative, all that stuff. But, you know, I, I did like, I did like conservative. I started with a hundred dollars. 14 months ago, and I'm already at like 1800 bucks. No way. Yeah, that's like over $100 a month that I'm saving that I don't even notice that's gone. I don't even notice. So, like acorn- so they take your money and they invest it for you. Huh? They take the money. Yes. yes and they so invest how it- much of the $1,800 was actually your money? Oh, well, I'd have to go into the app and look. So if I'm, if I'm, so every $5 that from the debit card, They'll put it in, right? Yeah. So every time you get to $5, and then I get $25 a week. So I don't know. I'd have to figure it out. Well, if anybody has any good things I could invest in, I'm not telling Jimmy I'm doing it. I just told you what to do. I'm telling you. That's a good way to I save use money. I my debit card. Yeah, but you can just, oh, uh, yeah. I just, want, I just want some stocks that I should buy. Like, you know, like $25 here, $50 there, just little, little things, you know. Well, the thing about you, okay, all right. See, this is the difference between you and Jimmy. See, I know this because I've talked to both of you guys. Jimmy is a very smart investor, and he's not looking to make money quickly. He doesn't want to get in on the game stock. No, but his investments are like the Nike or these big ones that are going to make money over time. Whereas Bex is the opposite. She wants to make money like this. Yeah, Yeah, she wants Dodgecoin to just rise up to her 50 bucks. And then I'm going to pull my shit out, (laughs) make a couple hundred bucks, and call it a day. We're very Jimmy and I are very different. He's right. more calculated. He's more risk averse. I think that's the word yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah. He 
thinks through everything whereas I'm like spontaneous let's go let's do it okay what am I buying tell me you tell me to buy something right now I'll probably buy like 50 100 well that's that's why they say opposite opposite attract yeah let's let's not forget okay that when Bex told me to go to Jimmy this is like a year or two ago for some stock advice when I was first getting going so I you know I'll get Jimmy on and you know he's really into it so he's talking to me for like you know 30 minutes about investments and this he's going on and on and on and on I'm into it right I'm like taking notes you know I'm like all right cool all right sounds good at the very end of the conversation (laughs) he goes yeah um oh yeah I forgot to add Uh, you gotta have a minimum of 25 thousand (laughs) dollars in your checking account in order to do it and I'm like what here's the difference (laughs) you own a home we don't and that's why I said to Jimmy I'm like we I like to me if I have additional income uh, uh, like just money saved in the bank I would buy a home like I would buy a a house that I would rent and Mm -hmm. build some equity with that he thinks opposite he thinks that he could build more equity in stocks than he could then if he bought a house yeah Yeah. see that's the difference you buy you own a home we don't own that yeah that's true so that's you know which he might I mean if he's doing good he's doing good well I mean we want to buy a house to where we could live in but to me I'm more like investment property like no, you are right on that. Yeah. If you look at most millionaires, investment it's real estate. It's yeah. crazy how much yeah. money you look at everybody on Shark Tank. They're all like yeah. real estate people. Look at DJ Envy. Yeah. You follow DJ Envy on Instagram. Uh, no, but you always talk about. Uh, oh my God, he's like. Well, he does these seminars now. Yeah. Where he got in with this 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 um investor. And they like just flip houses everywhere. That's it's not what Mikey easy v to do. Does. That's what Mikey V well, does. Be willing to lose. Money. Well, first of all, you got to have money do, to play. Exactly. Yeah. But then you have to be willing to lose it. But there's no difference in stocks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, Mikey kind of has it good because he is in part of like this investors group. So there's six of them. So they'll find these, you know, people, these companies that need, you know, say they need $300,000. So then they'll split it up six ways with him and his five other partners. And then they'll put in, say, $50,000 $50, each. But then the return is like sixty thousand. Yeah. So they double so he'll, your money. No, 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 no. So oh, he'll so get sixty thousand. So he only makes ten thousand. Yeah. So but I mean, whatever. That's ten thousand dollars. No, I know. But you got to have money to play with yeah. in order to get money. I guess is what I'm Having saying. Having money makes money. Yeah. So uh, that's it. We're back. Uh, have a fantastic day, and I'll leave you with some wise word from Mr. Billy Costa. It's good to be back. Rather get kicked in the face with a bare foot than a shoe. <laughs> I love him. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.